0: Hi guys, it's Jamie here and it is 2020. Welcome to 2020. It seems a bit silly saying that because we are nearly two months into 2020. But alas, here we are with the first episode of the All For podcast in a brand new decade. Sorry I've been away for so long It's been a bit of a weird couple of months for me Maybe I'll let you into all of that as time goes on But but I'm back I'm, I'm ready to attack this new decade And it's just fantastic to have you with me So in today's episode, to bring us back To start off a new decade We're going to do something a little bit different We're going to do a whole episode Where I just chat to one person it's, And it's for good reason So um, this guy wrote this book and I found it to be very, very useful. I found it to be more useful than I initially expected it would be. I've read the book two times now And that's insane because it takes me forever to read books I'm a sort of ten pages a night before I go to bed if I can really force myself kind of guy but this book was something that I just consumed and I think that speaks to the content of the book so it's all about diabetes and how it can be managed all types of diabetes and how it can be managed with various other things Aside from medicine and technology, it's, it's really, it's, I think at its core, it's about mental health and how to create a strong base from which you can live with your condition happily, successfully and most importantly, healthily. Now, this guy isn't from the UK, He did a, his English is fantastic, he did a cracking job of putting up with my rambling questions, but I didn't do a very good job of pronouncing his name very well. He's called Sally, but that's about as far as I can get without likely offending him, so I'm going to let him introduce himself. Enjoy the episode,
1: here we go. Okay, my name is Salih Valjevac. Uh, I'm a medical doctor and economist, and the author of the book Diabetes and the Eleven Mighty
0: Laws. So it sounds like quite an abstract title. Like you know, it feels like there's a bit of esoteric knowledge coming here. You know, like a bit of. Um knowledge that seems a bit more spiritual in That's a way. Right. That's tell right. Tell me tell me about
1: the book and what is your philosophy with it? Well, th- this certainly isn't another diabetes book. This book will not tell you what to eat, how to take your therapy, uh, and uh, that kind of stuff. But it uh, tells you how you can use this, this, uh, let's say, old knowledge, this, this philosophy to... Health uh, and happiness with diabetes. So uh, it's about these eleven laws. I first learned about uh, from Bob Proctor. I don't know if you know about. I Bob do Proctor. know Bob yeah. Proctor. Yeah. yeah. So he had this uh, series of uh, videos on YouTube. Uh, forgotten eleven forgotten laws and then I uh, learned about the Raymond Holliwell's book uh, Working with the Law. So it got my attention Uh, these 11 laws and and i just felt they could be very useful to people with diabetes to to bet to to grow their awareness you know and to to use them to grow their health and and happiness regardless of their condition
0: so is this a an attempt to get people to focus on other things than science you must understand being a medical doctor that the treatment and therapy of all the various forms of diabetes is very focused on facts on empirical data on you know technology and things that are really not that human and quite separate from the the emotions and feelings that we all go through. So is this an attempt to get people to um, not ignore the science and of the course. data and the of facts, course. but to uh, put some attention on the other part of it, health, wellbeing, mental health, that sort of thing, because that is almost as important, but as you probably have seen, and I've probably experienced, is often
1: left behind. That's right. That's right. I believe nothing is separated; okay. everything is connected. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I have to say that I worked in in a, a major uh, global pharmaceutical company, which produces uh, uh, m- medicines, therapy for diabetes, and medical devices. And I worked as a public affairs manager. So, I I had. Uh, 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 Access to to healthcare professionals from one side and to patient organizations and patients from the other side. So uh, I noticed this gap. Just as you said, the the classical uh, medicine um, they focus on on um, on the disease, on the f- physiology, pathophysiology, but uh, something is missing. You know.
0: So. What are the laws, and how do you relate those to
1: people with diabetes? The 11 laws are law of thinking, law of supply, law of attraction, law of receiving, law of increase, law of compensation, law of non-resistance, law of forgiveness, law of sacrifice, law of obedience, and law of success. So people often use those laws and listen to people like Bob Proctor
0: because yeah. they aren't achieving what they want to in life. They're they're missing something. They feel like they aren't getting the best out of life. So they turn to these quite esoteric things, these abstract, you know, things that can't be written down or can't be, you know, found by science. You know, they're, they're quite
1: otherworldly, almost. They're, almost yeah, they're pretty spiritual, aren't they? On the first glance, but when you really think about them and when, when you when you consult the science, you you can find that they are not so, you know, uh, 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 alternative, they are not so esoteric. Because uh, science confirms that what we think affects our physiology. For example, um, let's, let's say, for example, uh, law of forgiveness. When you hold grudges, your, your whole, whole physiology, your hormones are harming your health. So when you forgive, you, you allow your physiology to, to uh, come to more healthy state. So here's
0: where I am with all that sort of sort of stuff because it's it's stuff that I use in my in my own life yeah. and I think sometimes it makes so much sense to me and then sometimes it's like what this just feels like witchcraft so uh, uh. when sometimes and I had a moment there where I was like of course that makes per- perfect sense it's it's a way to sort of get yourself to believe that if you make an effort to not see your condition as an enemy, as a contender, as a huge mm-hmm. struggle in your life, mm-hmm. then of course you're going to deal with it better. So sometimes I'm like, yeah, absolutely. It's my belief in um, these these laws that are helping me do that and then other times I'm like I think I've just tricked myself by going a com, you know understanding a complex idea to help me do something simple that I couldn't do before do you, where do where do you stand on that are you are you completely sold with you know the existence of these laws of the universe or are you still a bit sceptical
1: I'm not skeptical, I believe they exist, you know, but uh, how much will we benefit from them depends on how how good we understand them and how consistent are we in using them. And not just one, you know, people, millions of people around the world know about the law of attraction, but it's only one law, you know, ask yourself, Can someone uh, develop a plane or fly a plane knowing just one law of physics? Mm. No. He has to know many laws of physics, you know, to be able to to build a plane or to fly the plane. Uh, Same here. Uh, You cannot just rely on on law law of attraction. Uh, In a way, the secret movie by Rhonda Burns uh, displayed it, you know there are many laws and you have to know them all use them all and and grow your awareness from day to day yeah yeah so how can
0: i so after reading your book how can how will i or how do you hope the book will change people's mindsets
1: towards their condition I hope the book will empower them you know to 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 start you know uh, to, to, to stop uh, relying just on on the uh, medicines on on their uh, medical professionals you know doctors endocrinologists and that and find the strength in themselves uh, you as a person with with type diabetes you know that uh, deny percent of diabetes manage- management is in your hands mm. right so uh, I I hope this book will inspire people to think healthier and happier uh, and more constructive thoughts you know not not to be many people are you know have this deterministic attitude you know uh, this disease hit me and I'm doomed you know so they they uh, they need to think healthier thoughts, more constructive thoughts. They they have to be aware that they have all the resources to be healthier today than they were yesterday. Mm. I'm not saying they will read this book and diabetes will go away, but they can be healthier and happier every day than they were before. So
0: I do a few things. I, obviously I wanna be incredibly successful and fulfill all my dreams. So when I saw The Secret and started watching Bob Proctor and other people on the internet like Aaron Doughty and finding out about people like Neville Goddard, um, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, this is magical. Of course. And, and I realised in the past that I, I used to visualise me doing things that I've ended up doing, be them good, be them bad. I used to um, yeah. have actual dreams where I I did just one of the worst things that i've ever done in my life and i ended up doing it like and i was like oh my god it was like a prophecy that fulfilled itself and then more in a more positive sense the stuff that i'm doing with my career and all the the content i produce and it's it's i can see how um that sort of stuff is working in my life i'd never thought to apply it to type 1 diabetes though because it was always a constant. So the the laws suggest to me that here is a way of changing your life. So I'm currently reading um, Reality Transurfing by Vladimir mm. Zeeland, and then this thing, mm. we're sort of getting a bit away from diabetes here. But it, it's it's all about how you can use these laws, and you know get the things that you want out of life. But because type 1 diabetes was always a constant, I never thought that I could apply it to that because I can't change type 1 diabetes. But what you're saying is, if you change everything around it, then your experience with type 1 diabetes and any form of diabetes that you currently suffer with is going to improve because of that.
1: That's right. And and your overall health is is going to improve, you know. Uh, uh, health is not something we have or we don't have, you know. Mm. So, health is, is, is like, uh, like light. You know, it, it can have different intensities and you can always increase the intensity, you know, of your health, overall health. It's not just, I'm not healthy because I have diabetes. Yes, you are healthy. You are more healthy than you are able to comprehend and you can still increase your health. So, but it, it, sorry to just cut you off yeah.
0: there. You just reminded me of one thing. in In a recent podcast, the last month's episode, We were talking about the reasons why we're glad that we got type 1 diabetes, me and the panel, and we were saying often we're we're healthier now because of of having type 1 diabetes. It's almost like it was, you know, meant to happen to get us on a healthier path, to get us on a road to be more grateful. Because I, I have incredible gratitude now for the amount of treatment that I have access to, to my health, my circumstance, my ability to go and be healthy because I choose to be. So yeah. it's almost like in a strange way, it was meant to happen to wake me up into understanding in, about understanding what a good position I'm in. Does that ring true at all? You know, you know, Cause you've obviously studied this and, and um, you know, thought about these sorts of things for quite some time. So does what I've just said there ring true at all? Does that make any sense?
1: Yeah, it, it makes perfect sense. Uh, sometimes, sometimes things happen to us. Uh, you know, I, I don't believe that we attract everything in our life. Some things just happen to us. But as the law of compensation says, every experience we are going through ultimately works for our benefit if we, uh, uh, if we. Uh, have a proper attitude Mm. you know and and i like your attitude you know what you just said and it's very very healthy attitude great well that's good news so
0: say someone doesn't have a healthy attitude and i can understand like i've said before you know I've, i've spoken to many people who live with condition i've got friends who don't have that positive attitude who can't Get over this victim mentality that something really bad has happened to them, and now you know that that's that's them impeded. That's them, um, you know, sort of impotent now for the rest of their life because they've got this thing that they need to focus on. This thing that could kill them if 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 things went very wrong. So how does someone like that, that's so deeply ingrained in a negative attitude towards their condition, change their mind? Of course, they're going to start with reading your book, but but, yeah, you know, yeah. but h- how how do they do that? Because it's it's so hard sometimes to change a mentality to, to unlearn all that bad blood that you've
1: created over years and years and years. Yeah. Uh, well, I would suggest them to to uh, to try to understand the law of supply. When I say law of supply, it's not just the supply of. Uh, uh, outside uh, circumstances, resources, but uh, I would suggest them to look into themselves, you know. There's an incredible abundance in themselves, in in their body, you know. Uh, 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 When I started studying medicine, I was overwhelmed by the uh, magnificence of human body. You know 37 trillion living cells mm. make up your body and every of those miniscule cells when you look at it it's huge like like a big city with its own infrastructure you know power plants transportation system and you have 37 trillion of cells and if it's if That is not a miracle than what it is. (laughs) So, when you start to be aware of the the abundance of everything you possess, starting from your uh, body, your mind and everything around you that is readily accessible to you, you know, you can start to change your attitude. You know, to 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 develop so-called attitude of gratitude, and then <laughs> things start to change.
0: Yes, I I, I get it completely. Um, I I understand that. But I'm fi- I'm sure people listening to this might be still scratching their head you know not not believing what we're saying yeah. here but honestly yes. i i went through it and it wasn't it wasn't me watching the secret online it was just something natural that happened within me it was an actual switch in my mind where i thought no yeah. it's things aren't all bad things are only bad because i'm seeing them bad let me try and see them good and I started to see fantastic things and started to be grateful about about things yeah, so for yeah, example yeah. I, I was having not related to diabetes, but I was having a really 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 like not, not not like a period of depression or anything like that i was I was just feeling like i wasn't succeeding as much as I should be. I was maybe comparing myself to to other people who'd had you know better opportunities or they've been more lucky with certain things throughout their life yeah, and things yeah. like that. And then I was, and then I stopped myself and I was like, no, no, don't do that. I've done some incredible things this year. I've done some fantastic <laughs> things this year. And the minute right. when I understood that, and the minute when I started to get back that attitude of gratitude, then things started flowing my way again. I'm, I'm very much into going with the flow in life. And that's how I tried to treat my diabetes. If it's going bad, I try not to stress about it. I try not to focus on it because it's very hard when you're dealing with a period of high or unstable blood glucose levels to stress about the minutiae, the finer details. But I find if I detach a little bit, not a lot because you don't want to ignore it completely, but detach a little bit, take the emotion away from ah, I'm having several hypos. I'm having so many hypos today. And just sort of like let the water fall off my back, you know, brush it off and try and approach it. Oh God, it's so hard to describe, but try and, uh, and approach it in in not, uh, not with frustration, but with just like sort of no emotion, but pure logic that I don't think too much about. And that's where this is getting confusing. But, and I don't really know how to describe how I'm dealing with it. But if I if I just sort of like, let this... I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a stick on the river, diabetes is the river, and I'm just sort of trying to avoid... The obstacles, so I continue can continue flowing in the same direction at a smooth, steady pace. That's the best way that I can describe it. Because, of course, I suffer with periods of really high blood sugars at, at some point, and yeah, it can get frustrating. But the minute that I do focus on the minutia and get really, really worked up about it, I let it affect my emotions, then it does. I just feel like I'm being dragged down in this spiral.
1: Yeah, I like the uh, analogy with the river, but uh, I. I prefer the analogy with the, with the sea, you know, yeah. and sailing. Uh, 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 the logo of, on the book is is like a rudder wheel, you know, you, you use to navigate a ship. And uh, as you might notice, uh, it composes of a blue circle, which is symbol of diabetes, mm-hmm. and the 11 handles, you know. So. Uh, and I say, use the 11 universal laws to navigate through your life with diabetes and reach greater health and happiness. And of course, every anyone who has ever sailed the ocean uh, knows that he first has to know uh, uh, where is the destination he wants to reach you know mm. and on that way he will meet with 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 uh, with storms with uh, waves with uh, lots of things that will that will move him from his course but he will manage you know to to compensate for that so how so, so how did you get to write yeah. in this book how did you get to um,
0: thinking that this needs to be on paper, this needs to be a resource
1: for people to use and learn from? Well, it, it had a great influence on my personal life. Uh, I do not have diabetes. I have a strong uh, family history of diabetes, and I was uh, very obese at at the point of my life. Uh, I'm Today, I find myself very healthy. Uh, but uh, having the opportunity to 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 do the work I worked and to speak to all those people living with diabetes to understand them, uh, uh, I just had this unstoppable urge to to uh, to share this knowledge, you know, to to write this book, which will not be just, another diabetes book you know or another let's say love's book or new age book but which will combine these laws this knowledge to help people live their life with diabetes healthier and happier
0: so have you you say you've got a, a big family history with diabetes have you managed to convince any family members to take use of you know take the wheel take those 11 handles on on the on the wheel and and manage their
1: conditions using your philosophies actually my parents um they are not 100 percent convinced of course <laughs> because you know the, the older people are are harder to to change you know but sometimes they say yeah you were right you this is this is actually working you know and they're still uh, healthy they are in their 70s they are healthy you know they they trust me yeah good well i
0: think as 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 a, a final no, I think for, for anyone with type 1 diabetes, until we find a cure, which fingers crossed is going to happen in our lifetimes, but there's by sure, there's surely, there's definitely no guarantee that that will happen. We may as well live well with diabetes. And, this book, and if this book is going to help us do that, then it probably uh, is something which we all should read. So Sally, just let people know where they can get
1: their hands on your book. Yeah, they, they can uh, find a book on their uh, local Amazon marketplace. So if they live in UK, it's amazon.co.uk. And they search for the Diabetes and 11 Mighty Lows. The book is available as ebook, Kindle ebook, and as a paper book. It has some 300 pages. And I suggest people to read one chapter per week, you know, not to hurry, you know, to have time, some time to reflect on what they wrote, and I challenge, and I ch- I would like to challenge them uh, to challenge everything they read in the book, to challenge, uh, to consult the, the medical uh, evidence-based medicine, you know, so, I want I want them to to grow awareness, not to trust me blindly. Mm-hmm. I want them to challenge everything they read. Great, fantastic. Well,
0: Sally, we are out of time, unfortunately. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you. It's really nice to chat to someone who you realize is fairly on the same wavelength so i'm really really looking forward to diving into the book it's due to be arriving through my letterbox very very soon so i can't wait but thank you so much for being on the awful one podcast i hope loads of people go out and read your book because i'm sure it will do great things for people's lives and you're on social media aren't you so if people want to challenge you or maybe want a bit of clarification on certain topics how can they reach
1: you yeah sure uh- I I have a website, it's uh, Diabetes11Lows.com, and uh, I'm on Instagram and on Facebook, Uh, there's a Facebook page, and there is a Facebook group, Uh, so... Also, they can send me an email on info at diabetes11lows.com. Fantastic.
0: Well, Sally, thanks for being on the podcast. It's been a real pleasure to have you on the All For One Show.
1: Thank you, Jamie. It was my pleasure.
0: And there we go, guys. That is the end of today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. And I really hope now that you're interested in reading the book yourself. If you want to ask me any questions or Sally any questions, you know, we're open for business. You heard in the episode there where to get a hold of him. And you can get a hold of me from the usual channels. My social media handle is, as always, at Jamie TV. Or if you want to get in touch with me through the podcast, that's really easy too. We are at all 4 Insta on Instagram. We are at all 4 Tweets on Twitter. We are at all 4 Online on Facebook or for anything else. You can email, contact all for one at gmail.com and just to remind you because we are at the start of a new decade it is the number 4 and the letters O-N-E in all of those handles and addresses that I just spoke about now the future of the podcast like I said, I'm back and I'm raring to go and we'll be back with a regular episode in March. So if you are interested in being on the panel, I think what we're gonna be talking about is, you know, new beginnings. I recently marked my fifth year with the condition, and that sort of signaled a sort of new chapter in my life with type 1 diabetes. So if you've got something to add to that discussion, or maybe you think you've got a better one, get in touch with me. I'd love to hear from you, I'd love to have you on the panel. We we have three spaces for people every every month, so I look forward to hearing from you. You're very much welcome, but that is all from today. Thanks so much for listening and downloading. If you can, I'd really appreciate you sharing this episode, liking our stuff on social media, but that's all from me today. I'll see you next time.